welcome to NOLO Time. My name is Ovid Bliss, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. Yo, 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 let's drop it like a mixtape, Obed. Sure. Welcome to this next episode of NOLO Time, guys. What's a mixtape, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. What's a Walkman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Walkmans. <laughs> when I was in high school, that's, that's my life right there, bro. Uh, I was actually having this conversation with someone recently about like and you you're talking about Walkmans and I was having this conversation with someone else, you know, a younger person about uh you remember how quickly this phase passed of the portable C D players? The how that this, was like that was yeah, a big this man. Thing. Yeah, this man or how how that was like a huge thing for maybe three years and then like going away really quick because you had the yeah. iPod. How technology just ramped up pretty quick at that time. Yeah, issue with the this man was battery life. Always yes. was battery life, yeah, and it it, it was crazy because uh, it, it those things ate batteries, yeah. uh, insanely scratch you know, discs quick. Too. Yeah, scratch discs. Uh, it was unreliable. Um, you know, moving around. Yeah, it was. I can tell you about those too, man. Yeah, I had my share of them. Yeah. Um, I think I had. I wasn't a, because I wasn't a big fan of of the disc man. Also, the size didn't help. Uh, no. It sounded great, but. <laughs> Uh, but I, I remember having this uh, Sony. The the it was it was a yellow sports uh, Walkman through wow. through high school, and and that that thing was my life, dude. I was <laughs> like like people was just like, oh, why are you always wearing like earbuds or headphones? It's like, dude, I've been doing this for like twenty two years. That's that's what you love doing. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've always had, and he came with back then um, when Sony made the like the sports earbuds because we didn't have like the earbuds that they are now they were like they they sounded really terrible uh, but sony always made great headphones up until like still make awesome great headphones so yeah it was it was man that, that thing was my life i miss it no i <laughs> know i don't oh the old days <laughs> the mixtape and all that and i had a i had a tape that i recorded off of the radio <laughs> and uh, and just made a mixtape out of the radio songs. And That's what people did. The dude and mixed it up with my other songs that I have around, you know, CDs and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, that was insane, equivalent of making bro. a playlist on your iPhone. It, exactly. It was a, it was that like was making good. a playlist on Spotify. Yep. Seriously, it was just it was just <laughs> a, a lot, lot more work. work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank God for technology. Amen. Yeah. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm so glad to to see your. Your lovely face, Mr. Obed, through Google thank Hangouts. You, you. It's our virtual uh, conversations going on here. No, man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I, I didn't do too much crazy stuff since our last episode. Um, you know, I purposely went out to the movies and watched Wreck-It Ralph because I have the AMC A-list pass now. So might as well put it to use each week. I mean, if you watch two movies a month, you've already got your money's worth. If you watch two movies every single week, you've just, I mean... You're, you're you're cashing in for free movies at that point. <laughs> nice. Um, and you can just cool, but uh, yeah. So I watched Wreck It Ralph. Or Ralph breaks the internet, rather, um, which is the sequel to Wreck It Ralph. Really um, charming movie. Obed. Very Don't spoil different it. than. I'm not gonna spoil it. No, but um, <laughs> it wasn't wasn't necessarily the way that I thought the movie was gonna go, and that's in a good way. Um, the message is very different than you might have normally expected. You know, Disney um, did a really good job of bringing in some some really cool properties that you see when Ralph goes in the internet. That I'm like, oh wow, they were able to pull that off. There's some really cool uh, little Easter eggs of stuff that 
like kids are not going to get. It's for that's for it's for the adults. It's for us. <laughs> nice. Um, so I mean, there's basically I'll just say this: when you get to a scene where there's like a dead land and internet, just look out for certain things, and, and uh, <laughs> you'll 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 catch on pretty quick. I was right. I was laughing a lot of the theaters. It's, it's a good movie, but uh, not just about the references, but in general as a movie, I thought it was a good movie. Ironically enough, the reason I'm wearing this T-shirt, Obed, is because I also watched the Golden Globes. And that was simply for the reason that history happened. I was sitting there hoping that maybe Spider-Man would win. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse would win Best Animated Picture. It was against movies like Wreck-It Ralph and other really strong animated movies that came out during the year. And guess what? My man Spidey pulled it out and got a win. This is historic. And what yeah. a moment to be alive. Um, I, I did not think I would see this day where I don't even care if it's an animated movie. Spider-Man getting awards for being a, a, a critically acclaimed, well-received movie. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was really happy that this happened because uh, from what I've heard, the movie really, truly deserves it. So I'm, I'm really, really happy is. that it actually got, the not, first of all, the nomination and the win at the Golden Globe. So we'll see how it performs at the Academy Awards, which... It most likely, I mean, if it's a, if any if it's if the Golden Globes were an indicator, it's it's probably that's probably going to be the case. Yeah. Um. And and we also have uh just a little bit of news regarding Spider Man uh from the Sony CES uh event yeah. that took place uh <laughs> early this week, and and we're, we're we'll talk about that during the news. But yeah, I I'm, I'm I was very happy. That's yeah, I mean, Black like. Panther was also nominated for uh for best picture which i mean picture, picture drama which is uh, crazy and it's like with this stuff and i think you remember a when i was talking about this in the facebook live i was saying how like it would be robbery it would literally be a crime if this if spider-man didn't get recognized i wasn't even necessarily saying it had to win anything i was just expecting it to get recognized the movie gets recognized and it wins uh, specifically spider-man black panther being up there is, is really awesome because uh you know it really struck people in, in a good way you know there's a lot of movies that have been tried to have been made to to hit people in, in certain uh, different audiences and um black panther just shows how everyone had a good time I, i've not met one person that was like i didn't like this movie it's a good movie yeah um so yeah i mean it's a good kudos to, to marvel kudos to sony um, I mean, Sony, wow, putting out putting this movie out, give them, give them credit. It's probably going to be a lot more. There's rumors of even some yeah. animated stuff, and we'll, we'll get into that stuff coming up pretty soon. But, yeah, man, that that's uh, that's my quick update. Cool, cool, man. I, I really don't have much. Um, the one thing that I did is over the Christmas break, I, I remember that there was a, an anime that had come out last year. Um, and, uh, Joel, I don't know if you remember... Back in, I want to say this is mid to late 90s, there was a series with one of the Taylor brothers called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Do you, do you remember that? I do. Okay. So, uh, so you know what I'm talking about. This is kind of I like do. The, this is basically Ultraman, uh, Ultraman on in the internet, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So... There was an anime called SSSS Gridman, which is which the SSSS it stands for Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. So this is sort sort of a a spinoff of uh, that series uh, ba based on the on the original Japanese series that was uh, Cyber Squad. Um, so what was interesting is that this series was done by Trigger, the guys that did. Uh, Gurren Lagan, Kill the Kill, which are 
beloved animes. They're really good. Again, uh, if you are into any type of animation, uh, Gurren Lagann's great. Again, Killer Kills, it's fantastic. Uh, I, it's not for beginners because there's certain yeah, it's, things. It's intense. It's, yeah, uh, but it's it's really good. Uh, it but but this this one was very different because. Uh, there was a, a lot of CG. It was it was good CG. It wasn't it wasn't bad. You know, terrible CG as we sometimes see. Um, but this was very subdued. Uh, where uh, the the trigger animes are very like outlandish and this crazy looking, this you know characters behave in this in this very. Uh, exaggerated way and and this crazy things happen and all this you know visual you know eye candy that we get from from those series so we saw that with both Gurren Lagann and uh you know Kill a Kill and they're like super over the top uh this was very subdued this was like there were I I loved it Joe because there were some there were some episodes that not 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 entire episodes but there were some episodes where 80% of the episode like there's no music wow and it's just characters it's just character development all the characters are really good um the the action sequences are fine they're not mind blowing like they were on on you know kill the kill for example because those action sequences were just absolutely insane um so this was really subdued, um, but very good. Uh, like there's no, there's like no uh, tropey characters. Uh, no, it's it's very different, very very different, uh, very good. Um, this like like absolutely if uh, this is like super beginner anime actually because it's very subdued. It's nothing like that's that's insane and, and in crazy mm. and outlandish it's just fun it's a sci-fi you know adventure thing and um and it's it's it was really good well written characters were great uh nothing like perverse or like no 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 like really like crazy characters like if, if you've seen kill a killer like again there's some things that is like yo yo, yo this Over is like top. this is like ooh, ooh, okay I gotta take a shower after that, but, uh, <laughs> but but not a um, but not not on this. This is like very different. It's a very different approach uh, to a very different story, uh, and it's very well told. So I really enjoyed it. So I finished that early this week. Uh, I think Monday I watched uh, the last two episodes. So uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Highly highly recommended. Only twelve episodes. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll. And uh, let's see if they make some more. I know the trigger is probably busy doing a lot of crazy stuff. And there's like an uh, anime artist shortage right now because there's so much anime happening right now that all these studios are like overworked and, you know, short on staff. And, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, anime is Japan's number one export. So, uh, you know, they, they, they really try to put the money, but, you know, they... Man, manpower can only do so much, right? Uh, it's true. It's 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 a it's a hard job, and you know, Japan is it's still almost a hundred percent hand animated. Still, you know, they're they're not they're not shitting their way into animation like you know <laughs> we're doing over here. Um, so yeah, it's a 
it's a uh, it, it it was very interesting, very interesting because it was very different, and I I really enjoyed it. It was actually very feel good too, like o almost every episode ended on like a very feel good note. Um, there was a couple episodes that ended on like oh my god, oh that happened to the character, oh no. So, but there was like but almost every episode, including the last last episode. Um, they, they, it, 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 uh, you know, no spoilers, but it was very, uh, very upbeat, uh, if you want to call it that. So that's the only what's up I have. Sweet, man. Good. Yep. Oh, and I mean, the uh, what's up that we have is, uh, the, the one that we're going to talk about first on the, on our news here. Uh, Jill, there's a, a fan, um, that has a YouTube channel that I've been following for, uh, a couple years now. Uh, it's a uh, oh crap! Lost their channel name. This is Star, Star Wars, Wars Theory. Theory. Star Wars Theory. Yep. There we go. So Star Wars Theory made a uh, a Darth Vader short film, and oh, Joel, this was fantastic. Yeah, uh, the way uh, it's shot, the way it's edited, the production value for a fan film is pretty solid. Uh, I I. Uh, Sat through the whole thing. It's about sixteen minutes. It's it's they listed as episode one, so there's mm -hmm. more to come. Uh, but it's a really cool what if. It's a really cool um, take on you know what the fans always talk about things like what if you know Vader was to actually confront the the uh, the Emperor and, and about you know the promise of you would save the one that I love. And obviously we see in Revenge of the Sith that's not the way things go down. So. Uh, you know, it's 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 pretty like straight off the bat, the action sequences is like, okay, you guys put some work into this. I mean, yeah. it's clearly not a Hollywood movie or anything like that. No, it's a fan it's, film, but it's, it's like it's one solid. set. Yeah, it's like one set, and they re repurpose the set. Yeah, on different takes. Um, it's it, but it, it's still very well done. Um, the only only thing that I that I took issue with is it's funny. You know, interestingly enough, it's not. Palpatine's voice because he sounded great to me, yeah. but his makeup was weird. Yeah, yeah, like his makeup was not great, but but his voice was on point. Yeah. Vader's voice was on point. Um, yeah, even even the the clone troopers, yeah, like he had that little you know accent they had. It was great. Yeah, oh yeah, they they put a lot of hard work into it, so I'm I was impressed. Yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward to see if uh to see what they what they do in the future. Uh, but yeah, uh, Star Wars Theory, guys, if you haven't checked it out, uh, it's a great YouTube channel. Um, they do sometimes get a little bit spoilery, but they try their best to uh, try not to get too, too crazy. Um, but Joel, I don't know, I remember a few weeks ago, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but I mentioned uh, to you that there was a, a, that George Lucas was somehow involved with the Obi-Wan film. Yep. So the this is the channel that reported it. Uh, this was a, a a couple months ago, if I'm not wrong. So I mean, but so far they were they were like very on point with a lot of predictions that they had for Last Jedi. Um, they are they have a very deep analysis of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kylo Ren, the Knights of Ren, um, the uh, uh, Snoke, and you know, Snoke's like the robes and the rings and everything that they. So it's it's very interesting. So uh, highly recommend it. Channel Star Wars Theory. If you're a Star Wars fan, check it out. Oh yeah, we would be honored if you would join us. Yeah, that's how they start their videos. Yeah, 
Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, uh, also in this thing, it's like if you loved uh, Kylo Ren's the little shenanigans with the blaster, yeah, you need to watch this thing. <laughs> so yeah, check it out. Uh, but that that's a little bit of a, a PC news that we have uh, here. And Joe, we have uh, a full or, or the a final trailer for the Punisher season two, as along with uh, a final cancellation date. I mean, release date. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that trailer was great. That trailer was intense. Yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, I still haven't finished watching season one. It's, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't even know where I am right now because I started it. And what year I, I is it, Obed? What year is what year is it? I know. <laughs> so I need to. I need to go back and finish that. Um, because I, I thought the episodes that I watched were really good, but then this trailer was like, holy crap! This is fantastic, Joe. Yeah, the trailer makes it look like it's gonna be even better than the first season, and the first season's good. Uh, I like the John Pilgrim character coming in. It's not your traditional, you know, shmup bang bang character. Obviously, it's gonna be a lot of action because it's Punisher. But what brings you back into that action is the the jigsaw connection, which I'm not crazy about. Um, you know, his appearance. I, I understand that they're trying to keep him grounded and all that, but I want to see him a little bit more messed up. Um, for those yeah. of you that are familiar with the comics, you know what I'm talking about. If you watch a trailer, you know Billy Russo. You know he he definitely has scars, but it's not to the place where you know he he stands out that much. But but yeah, I think yeah, I think I think yeah. But they, like you said, they're really trying to keep this series uh, very grounded. Yeah, and, and I like what they did. I mean, you can tell enough. It's like oh, plus you don't necessarily need to know the name, but you see the character, and it's like oh, that's Jigsaw because you see the, the you know absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, so I like what they did with that. John, but John Pilgrim, that's going to be interesting to see because I know that's a little bit of a sensitive character. If you're familiar with uh, his, you know, background, he's very much of a, a fundamentalist in his faith, and so it's a little very radicalized. Um, characters, so I'm curious to see how the portrayal is there. But um, there, as it says in the trailer, they both have a, a common interest to uh, that they dislike Punisher. So there's some stuff going on there. Maybe it's maybe that John Pilgrim really hates how Punisher is, you know, a, a killer or something. You know, as an assumption. And, you know, Billy Russo obviously hates him, so he's like, oh, I'll put down this guy. Billy Russo, you know, was looked upon as a as a hero of war If you when you watched the first season, and obviously you're familiar with him as a comic book character, and we find out, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that was a little skewed um, perceptions. But yeah, I I like it. It got me hyped. He's, he's protecting this young lady. Um, it's very, that's what brings him back into being the Punisher, because he's been away from being the Punisher, but he lo- longs and loves uh, seeking justice, and his justice is hard justice. Blowing you know, up just people. Like, Exactly, beating up people, just like he told uh, Daredevil in season two of Daredevil. You hit them, they get back up. I hit them, they stay down. Yeah, exactly. And so he's 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 coming to to take care of business. I look forward to Punisher season two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, I'm actually gonna try and make some time and finish it and finish season one. Uh, this comes out January 18th, right? Yep, yes, January 18th. January 18th. Yep. So yeah, January 18th. Uh, here, kind of, you know, about a week or so. Yep. So um, yeah, I will try to go back and finish season one and uh, see if I can get into this one, man. This uh, looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Joel, uh, I I wasn't aware of this news. Uh, this is something you brought up to to me actually today. 
but um, apparently Amazon is working on their own streaming platform a la PlayStation Now. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have some more info about that? Because I haven't caught up yet on the article. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Amazon had the acquisition of Twitch, and they've been very much having rumors about getting into the gaming space for some time now. I think uh, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is very smart <laughs> with his money. He's obviously the richest guy out there, so he's quickly... I mean, he was smart with his money, but to I some say... extent, I mean... I... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying anything beyond his money, <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> but what, I am... <laughs> what I am saying... Is that with his money, he's probably saying, like, if not to be as open, oh, you and I have had these conversations, like, people people who laugh at the gaming space are just not smart people. Oh, absolutely um, not. I'm sorry. Like, if you're the smart people out there are saying, like, this is a business, this is very uh, lucrative business, and if you do things right and you, you attract this community, you can have sustainable, long-term financial success and returns it's a great investment when you do it right so i mean think i mean at this point like there's yeah east the the future of sports could very well be you know yes there's gonna be physical sports but esports is now rising up there in popularity if not more getting we've seen in other places with ratings you know in the game space but that's a whole other conversation my point being here is that amazon is trying to now say how can we pull in gamers well we can start hosting um, as a cloud platform some games or they've talked to some different developers out there um, to see you know what they can take Ubisoft some other ones that have been mentioned I'm just curious to see what this fully means it's it's, it's a rumor but I, I, I trust it from the sources it's been coming from a lot of different people putting it out there um, How's it gonna work? What's its its financial setup? How's it gonna be competitive with you? Know, obviously, Microsoft also is in the gaming space. I'm sorry, the the streaming space now and others. You know, obviously them owning Twitch. It's a lot of things that are run through my mind. Obed, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if there's any company out there that has the infrastructure to make cloud gaming happen, it's Amazon. Um, yeah. You know, they they host Netflix. Yeah, they they host all pretty much all of the Disney. Uh, streaming platforms right now. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. You know, at right now, I don't. I don't want to say that they'll be hosting uh, Disney Plus or or anything else. But Maybe. but I, they absolutely could. I mean, they have the infrastructure. They're uh, they were smart enough to invest on internet infrastructure and you know cloud computing uh, early on. And um, I, I mean, I, I would I would dare to say even. <laughs> earlier than Microsoft to some extent um, because Microsoft only recently uh, has made a big impact with with cloud um, computing but but we see it we see it with Amazon where it's been going on for many years they have the infrastructure they continue to invest on uh, like what you said on Twitch uh, they bought they bought double helix the studio that did uh, the Strider remake, yes. and they did the first part of uh, Killer Instinct for Xbox, for Microsoft. So uh, they did that first part. So it, they And they haven't used Double Helix. My understanding is that Double Helix hasn't done anything else since uh, the, acquisition. Uh, the, the acquisition. I think they released something, but it wasn't anything major. But it's it, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I know that, uh, as you mentioned, Ubisoft may be in. Uh, I know that Ubisoft has been playing around with the idea of uh, streaming for a while now. We all know Assassin's Creed Odyssey 
uh, was available to stream over uh, Chrome. Yep. And in over in Japan, it was available to stream via the Switch as well. So, so we've see we see that the, that that Ubisoft is looking into this. Um, if there's anything, any company, you know, developer out there, uh, to be sure to jump into a platform like this would be Ubisoft. So, to some extent, it would be smart for Ubisoft to maybe have some sort of partnership with Amazon and have their games. I'm sure the they're service. talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that would be that would be like a no brainer. Yeah. Uh, but um, also, Joe, not not related to this, but uh, did you see that the Division Two is going to be uh, the PC version of the of the Division Two is going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store? No, no, yeah. I didn't see that. Wow, it's not going to be on Steam. Mm. So mm-hmm, things got really interesting all of a sudden. Very the, interesting in the PC gaming now. So um, yeah, it's a big title. It is. It is. It, you know, highly anticipated. A lot of people are looking forward to it. So, um, yeah, this is pretty surprising because I wasn't aware of this uh, of this until until uh, you sent me the article yep. uh, for the podcast. And um, it, yeah, I, I think again, I, if there's anyone out there that that could do this, Amazon would be the ones. And could you imagine that them integrating this sort of uh, cloud gaming solution with twitch where oh you don't God. need to where you can just stream the game play the game and you can still have your stream that would be mind-blowing dude absolutely and they can definitely pull it off like that would change the game uh yeah yeah because then because then anyone could can be a streamer you don't need a you know 1500 computer or a, you know a ps4 with a you know monitor set up and an extra computer and everything else to have a stream you know, you can have an all-in-one solution, and you can do it from a cheap laptop as long as you have the bandwidth to do it. I mean, wow. that that would that would open a lot of possibilities, uh, especially with Twitch, uh, and then leveraging uh, that platform with uh, this, you know, cloud gaming solution. So, wow, that that would be that would be crazy. So, um, I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out. Um, uh, based on uh, on the information that we have here. It's uh, it's you know, rumored to be in development. Uh, I'm sure that if if something like this is going on, we may hear something about it uh, during E3. So we'll we'll I guess we'll we'll find out in a few months. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Joe, the uh, uh, one of the uh, more uh, I, I would say. Uh, controversial titles of this generation, Destiny, uh, alongside Destiny 2, uh, which, uh, without a question, have been good games, right? Um, you know, I'm not saying the, the games are bad. No. Uh, the, the games have a pretty strong and passionate community. Um, if it's just the problem is the, the way, especially the way Destiny 2 was monetized, uh, it was just not optimal. And um, it didn't work for for many of the players, but it uh, it was announced today, Joe, that that Bungie had uh, has cut ties officially with Activision, and uh, they managed to keep the Destiny IP. So uh, this is huge for two reasons: um, Bungie is a free agent again, <laughs> and and now and they own their inter- their intellectual property. Um, um, I'm assuming that games that were published by Activision, so for example Destiny 2, any possible 
future expansions will be done by another company. Uh, there was a company I can't remember the name, but it was a company. It was one of the one of the one of the companies that 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 are uh, owned by Activision that or the studios. I don't want to say company. Uh, one of the studios uh, that uh, that works on Call of Duty was uh, involved to some extent on uh, on the Forsaken uh, mm. expansion that was recently released. So maybe another studio in, within Activision will continue to support Destiny 2. Uh, my question to you, Joe, would be where, where does Bungie go from here? Do they go back to Microsoft? If they go back to Microsoft, are they going to put him back to do Halo? I mean, considering that Halo, it's it's kind of like Microsoft is already working on an, a sort of a reboot with Halo Infinite. So, um, do they do they try and do that? Do they partner with Sony and try and do something different, or do they do Destiny Three and do their own thing? What do, what do you think they're gonna do? Uh, if I'm them, you know, I don't know. I don't fully know from their financial structure how desperate they are. If they don't, if they're not too desperate, just go ahead and do Destiny Three. Show us what you can put out when you have literally have no one holding the strings on you. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to see a studio independently put something out there, and they can't blame anybody out there for whatever with their game. I'm not saying that those games are bad. I'm just saying like they can literally put out purely what Bungie wants to do. That would be great, and 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 a, and a in a great world scenario, that'd be great. I don't know if that's realistic, um, just from from what their their situation is. I mean, I would like to think it would be, but I don't know that. I'm not the CEO, uh, but you know, if if they are if they aren't in that kind of capacity, man, let's see a bidding war go. Let's see what happens if Microsoft and Sony starts yeah. going at it and see go get them. I'm not saying that Bungie's the most prized possession, and I'm not saying they're not a prized possession either. I'm just saying like it'd be good for the industry to see, right? Because I think everyone would suspect it would go to Microsoft, right? Because they probably could. <laughs> I'm about to say something savage. They probably could use it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they could use the help. I mean, but, three three for three has taken on the mantle, and yeah. their last two the, the last game did not perform that great. Like it, no. like like Halo moves like, like Halo back in the day, right? We're talking Halo two uh, and Halo three. Right, those things moved consoles because uh, like Halo two moved a bunch of uh, the original Xboxes. Halo 3 moved a bunch of uh, 360s. I will buy an Xbox just for this game. Yeah, yeah. People were like, I'll buy an Xbox just to play Halo. And But but when no, uh, no, when no. it came time to Halo 4 back when uh, at the end of the, the 360 life cycle, like fans were a little bit already, you know, burned. And I was like, oh, we need a break. So they tried to do things different and, you know. Uh, it sort of didn't work the way they expected, um, but then they announced a game for uh, for Xbox One. That game that got delayed, got based on on things that I've heard, got like redone or, or reimagined, and got released. Uh, the game didn't do that great. Um, of course, it didn't move Xbox Ones as as you know Microsoft was probably expecting them to, to expecting it to do. Um, that all together with uh, the disaster that was the Master Chief Collection when it launched, that up to like months later, people couldn't connect to servers to play and things were broken and and 
you know, it was an absolute disaster. So <clears throat> based on, on, on that, I don't think Bungie should go back to Microsoft. Uh, or if they do go back to Microsoft, um, I, I would love to see them do something new. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't I, like like if they go to Microsoft and do do and they do Destiny three uh, for for Xbox. That's not probably not going to move Xboxes. No. To be honest with you, that's no. probably not going to move Xboxes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You got to think bigger. So um, at this point, yeah, like you said, the best uh, I, in my opinion, the best uh, um, you know thing for for Bungie to do um, is probably just go uh, and do. Do their own thing, um, you know. Take plans, think, take things that were cut from Destiny, because we exactly. all know, we all know that the original Destiny, a lot of content got cut because they yeah. didn't have time to put it in the game because Activision was pushing them to put the product out. So, um, I, I think that they they should be able to uh, on their own if they find a, a, a publisher that would give them the time to work on whatever they want to work. Uh, and and do it. Um, that would be that would be great. Um, that being said, there there's no there's not a lot of publishers out there that are willing to do that. With the exception of probably Sony, because Sony has done that right. They they did you know they did they give Naughty Dog all the time they need. They give but it's uh, Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah, well it's Naughty Dog, but but at the same yeah. time you know Bungie Bungie is Bungie. You know Absolutely. they they, 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 they have a pedigree. Oh yeah. So. So, so you wanna you wanna give them the opportunity to create their, um, you know, fulfill their artistic vision, um, and not hold them back. So, um, and, and Sony has been uh, allowing uh, a lot of their partners to do that. We saw it with Insomniac as well with Spider Man. So, that would be a good move. I don't know where smart, where Microsoft is sitting right now and what do they want to do. I, I really don't know what they're planning to do. I have no clue what they're what's doing. Going on? I don't. Yeah, it's like Microsoft. What's going on? So we'll, we'll find out. Um, uh, I guess it's we'll probably not hear anything new from Bungie until maybe three. They'll make an announcement somewhere. Maybe and maybe 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 next year. So so who knows. Um, but yeah, the best, uh, the best two bungee, and uh, let's see, let's see what you guys, what you guys can bring. Live long and prosper. No, seriously. All right, Joe. We got um, more PS5 rumors. It's become this is the rumor cast. Seriously, man, we can't stop talking about it. Yeah. So, um, so uh, again, uh, nothing, nothing major. Uh, it's uh, again many reports are are pointing uh, to both uh, PS5 and the next Xbox to be uh, announced sometime this year for for an er, for a 2020 release. Um, some are saying early 2020 uh, reveal. Um, I think I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see, and I've already talked about this. We're 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 mo- more than confirm going to see something from sony this year uh but it will probably not be released this year um and i think the same may go to microsoft to some extent i think microsoft is going to do some some new things they're going to try a couple of new things uh we may hear something at e3 uh, maybe tease something like they did with scorpio and then we'll get a full reveal next year uh and a release next year um, so, so we'll, we'll see, but, um, 
yeah, it goes back to the things that we were talking about, you know, um, trying to get uh, exposure on this uh, new products out and um, and hopefully have uh, people more engaged with uh, with this, uh, you know, new new products that are that they're working on. So, uh, Joe, any any other thoughts on on this? Also, I did hear like a lot of people are saying uh, that it was confirmed that um, the the next PlayStation will be a hundred percent backwards compatible with with PS4. So, oh wow! Yeah, wow. Uh, any thoughts on this, Joe? I just think that this is another uh, rumor that puts us on the edge of. I think this is the if you hear the more rumors that you keep hearing, I feel like this is the year that you definitely get the the official reveal. I think 2019, you will find out. Hey guys, we're doing this thing. Doesn't again. I'm not saying it's coming out this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm not saying. I, I exactly. I think you and I have the mindset that 2020 is the year that we'll, we'll have a PS5 or an Xbox Scarlet in, in your hands. But um, but I I just don't. I don't think there's no way that we go through all 2019 Obed and not have any type of this is the next generation of I, I, I we're going to hear it this year. We are. We, we, we definitely will. Um, and, and another prediction that um, I don't know if I made it on the show on, on the podcast before or not, um, but I do think that Microsoft is going to come out with a disless Xbox. Yes. So basically uh, only. Yeah, an Xbox without the the um, uh, without the Blu-ray drive, and and I'm 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 suspecting Joel that this unit is gonna be very small, like it's gonna be like mind-blowingly small, like an Apple TV, like an Apple TV size Xbox. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's probably not gonna be like streaming, right? Because uh, they could definitely do that, but um, but it will be like an Xbox One S uh, type of you know capabilities on a very very small. Um, box and mm. you know uh, I'm I'm suspecting that that's a possibility and I think that we may see something at E3 uh, for this device uh, for for the announcement of this device and they're gonna come in like very competitive like they're gonna come in like 150 for wow. like they're gonna be very aggressive so that I'm, I have that you know I, I suspect that again this device is probably not gonna be for everyone um, and I don't think if this device may necessarily move more Xbox units. Um, I think that the next Xbox is probably going to do okay. Uh, but again, we, we're counting on those new studios to produce new properties, new IPs, and that's going to be a long time cooking. So, so you're probably not going to see anything but you know Forza and Gears until um, for like three more years, and then you'll start getting. A lot of good stuff. That's my. That's why you know. That's what my suspicion is, and it's unfortunate if that's the way it's gonna be, right? Yeah. Um, because again, they do have a, a good piece of hardware out there with the uh, with the X. So, um, um, I, I'd say seriously at this point, just discontinue the S. Have that little box console, uh, you know, device, and and keep the X as your like flagship device, and and just lower the price on that to like three ninety nine, dollars uh, wow. you know, make it more affordable. So uh, we did see it at around three ninety nine for the holidays, but it did go back up and I don't think it, it did like super hot numbers on uh, during the holidays. So 
um yeah we will um we'll see we'll see about that man uh, it's it, this is gonna be this year it's gonna be so crazy i have like man there's there's so many so many rumors and things floating around um this year there's gonna be this year i think is gonna be a defining year in gaming yes it's gonna be it's gonna be like, very interesting yeah. like as we get closer and closer you're gonna get more and more rumors where it's not it's gonna be stuff like and xbox is gonna have a controller that you can breathe on i mean like it's gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna have all kinds of like rumors starting to come out more and more as we get closer so we'll see yeah yeah um it's a uh, it and and again yeah like you said you know going back to peripherals and whatnot uh joe I, I wasn't aware that astro gaming uh released a, a new controller yeah. for ps4 or sort of like an elite type of console yeah. uh elite type of uh, uh controller for the ps4 it's uh it's 200 and it's a uh, it, you know it's expensive it's a it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a competition type of controller it's not your average you know give this to your kid and have him play <laughs> you know this is like for serious serious it's not gamer. for little billy it's not for little billy it's for serious <laughs> gamers joe it's not for, yeah little billy uh, is still salty because his aunt got him uh an s instead of an x and you know you know how it goes yeah so um <laughs> yeah it's compatible yeah. pc of course ps4 style i mean it's it's a it's a nice nice look Yes, nice looking, nice looking controller. Looks very comfortable too. Like uh, it looks very well designed. And what's interesting of this control, Joel, is that it has a basically a faceplate that yes. you can unscrew, and um, and the innards are modular, so you can switch the analog sticks. You can switch the uh, the D pad positioning. So you can switch um, the the basically the the controller portions around. And uh, and and basically gives you the option to customize it any way you want. So um, pretty nice looking controller again, two hundred dollars. I believe it's widely available already. So if you guys um uh, like this sort of device, uh, absolutely try and go and check it out. Um, if you go to Astro Gaming, uh, and I, I apologize, my browser just took a gigantic dump on me and i'm still trying to get it back up so i lost all of my links man ah. um but joel what's the name of the controller it's like ct40 or something like yeah, that right c40 c40 tr controller there we go yep uh so yeah, if you guys uh want to take a that take a look at that controller if you're looking for uh sort of an elite solution for your ps4 absolutely take a look at it uh take a look at it i know that uh, a scuff came out with a officially licensed PS4 controller, which I believe is 250. Uh, the Xbox Elite is like 230 or 250, right, Joel? Yep. Something like that. It's it's pretty high up. Um, so you know, for 200, I mean, not not too crazy. I mean, to me, it is. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's not for us. It's not for us, but yeah, it's nice. It is absolutely. Although I mean, I, in the grand scheme of things, things, Joe, um, you know, Nintendo's already charging seventy bucks for the Pro Controller, so yeah, it's true. you know, it's pretty, it's pretty expensive. So controllers are getting out there, you know, up there in price. Uh, DualShock Fours like MSRP are sixty-five. You can yeah. find them on sale for like forty, you know, here and there. But um, but yeah, controllers are getting pretty expensive, man. And I know that it's you know has some cool tech on it. I can see a device like this one being that expensive because of the modular part of it. 
you know, but, uh, but, you know, we also see, uh, five sticks around that same price range, you know, 200 razor just released a razor Evo, uh, with like, uh, mechanical buttons and every, it looks very nice, a very nice looking fight stick and it costs the same. It's $200. So, um, yeah, see if you're into peripherals, um, yeah, check it out. So Joel, that's uh that's what I have on my end. I don't know if you have anything else that you want to share with our audience. No, sir, I do not. I just want to say to you all, thank you. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening to our podcast. I want to make sure to encourage you guys to stay tuned for our next episode. How can you do that? Be subscribed. Go ahead, subscribe to us, our podcast version on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us there and subscribe. Also, go ahead and give us a follow on social media at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, feel free to shoot any comments, questions, feedback. We like hearing from our fans. Send an email to nolowtime at gmail.com. That's nolowtime at gmail.com. Guys, thank you again so much, and we look forward to our next episode. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you again next time.